Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B. And today, the B stands for brain fart, brain fog, brain fuckery. Because right before I got on to record this, probably about 20 minutes, eh, 30 minutes ago, I don't want to lie, I got the announcement. Is that even the right word? I don't know. I'm so jumbled right now that my anatomy scan came back normal. And baby, it's just the right size. Like that's literally all it said. Your anatomy scan was normal and baby is the right size with a smiley face. And I, it literally threw me for such a loop this morning. I feel so out of it, but like in the most best way possible. And I just can't believe it. I can't, I almost, I keep having these intrusive thoughts of like, did they read the wrong chart? Like, are you sure? Can you double check? You know, like I almost still don't believe it. So I'm trying to just bask in the positivity of like, we did it, Joe. We have a normal baby, Joe, you know? And, um, it's, I just, I have to take a sip. Hold on. I'm drinking out of my new hydro drug, by the way, which how cute is this full Valentine's day mode? The Hydrodrug Traveler is actually printed as well. So it's like a printed sleeve and the Traveler's like the first Traveler print. Well, besides like Cheetah that we have seen. Mm. I'm shocked. I'm telling you, it threw me off my game. I had this whole rundown of what I was going to talk about. And my brain literally just went, oh my God, we're good. You know, and it, I just, I feel like 10 pounds lighter, even just on this episode this week. And it's funny when, when big things kind of pass, you almost don't even realize even subconsciously how much they're affecting you. And I feel like I've held on to this emotion of, of like the emotional fear of this since like having Archie, you know what I mean? Like I, I've, I've just held on to this experience of such negativity. I mean, even with Maddox, you know, with what happened with him, it was just felt like one thing after the other, where it's just like, I harvested all this inside of just even, like I said, subconsciously it was affecting me. And so I feel like I almost, I don't want to say, oh, I'm healed from all I've gone through, you know, cause it's still stings and you know, what's done is still memories I have to see and remember in my head forever. But I feel a sense of like, I was made for this, you know, like, because it does come to a point when you start to wonder, am I, should I just not be having kids? Now, obviously you fast forward, both of my kids are healthy. They're thriving. I'm so grateful. But in that moment in time, you're just like, why do I have to go through this? And it's so hard when a, when a thing is inside of you and you can't do anything about it. So whatever you're holding on to right now that maybe you don't realize you are subconsciously or, you know, whatever you might be going through and all of that, I, I pray for the same resolution for you as I have right now. And I guess I just said the word pray and y- y'all know I don't pray. I send vibes. <laughs> Speaking of that, we'll chat on praying in a second, but 
It's such a natural word that comes out. Sorry. I'm, you can tell I'm fucked up when I say I'm praying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyways, happy Sunday. Oh my God. I'm so, I'm so excited. I, oh my God, I'm shitting. Like, have you guys heard that phrase? Which is so funny. Um, there's quite a few phrases that have come about on like TikTok and like Gen, I would call it like Gen Z, Gen, is it Gen X? Like, I don't even know what the fucking next one is. All these kids are saying like weird shit, right? And sometimes we end up catching on to it. So I go get my nails done, right? They're cute. This is a woman. She's a little, I think she's a little bit younger than me, but she, her hires, her employees pretty much are a lot of college students, a lot of young women, you know, young twenties, et cetera. So when I'm sitting in there, I feel so aged um, because I might look their age, which they told me before, like, oh my God, I thought you were like in school, you know, whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, thank you. But I hear them talking and it makes me laugh. So I, I've heard them say stuff recently and it, and it caught on to me because it's fu- it's fucking funny. They say, I'm sh- oh my God, I'm shitting. Like, oh my God, I'm gonna shit. Like, so instead of for us, maybe we, like I know for a lot of extreme situations for me, I always say, oh my God, I'm gonna throw up. Like, oh my God, I'm throwing up. Like, but for them, they say, oh my God, I'm shitting. And I'm like, that's so, I mean, that's so crazy. Like go off. So anyways, I've said that a few times and to me, it's just genuinely hilarious. However, fast forward, there's another term out there. And again, just catching y'all up. If you're not there, a lot of people say like, I'm gagged. Okay. So like when they see something that they're like, takes them back or like something even that is just crazy to them. They're like, Oh my God, I'm gagging. Like I'm gagged. This photo is so hot. Like you're like, ah, like I'm gagging. So Brittany Mahomes, first piece of news. She is starlet of the sports illustrated bikini shoot magazine, whatever. First off, we'll be buying a fucking coffee, a coffee, a copy. Second, we'll be also hanging it in my room. Like absolutely. You guys know, I, I love Brittany Mahomes. I've always loved her. I stand her. She is, I just, I respect her as a wife. I respect her as a mom balancing all she does, how she gives to her community, the women's sports she's involved with. She was an athlete herself. I mean, just badass, right? Not everyone sees that but I do. Okay. So anyways, um, she posts her fucking sneak peek and I, I swear to God, I almost fell out of my chair. First off, I think she definitely got a boob job. I don't know if that was publicized or already made TMZ months back. If it hadn't, it definitely had now. She definitely got her titties done, which also makes me wonder and listen, it's none of my business, but I'm just wondering if they're going to have more kids. Cause I, I think, I mean, at the end of the day, she, they got plenty of money to get as many titty jobs as you want. It's just going through that like physical recovery and stuff. I can't say I would necessarily want to do it at of time. So it kind of made me wonder, Oh, I, I wonder if they're kind of done having kids for now. So she posts a s- smoking hot photo and I comment on it. I'm like, Oh my God, like I'm shook. You look so fucking good or something. And then I commented again and I said, Oh my God, I'm like, I'm gagged. <laughs> the amount of people and by amount, I really only mean like five or, you know, five or six, but I deleted the comment after like a half a day. The amount of people that were like, let's see you in a bikini, whore, or like, you're fucking ugly, like to me. So they thought I was saying to Brittany, like, I'm gagged as in like, I'm, I'm disgusted. And listen, I, I get it. If you're like a boomer, you might've seen that and been confused, but I had literally commented under it. Like you look so fucking hot, you know, whatever, regardless context clues. So people were flaming me saying, I was like, dude, I mean, Brittany knew what I was saying, right? Like, uh, obviously, cause she had liked my comment, but I was like, um, yeah, you guys have way too much time on your hands on the fucking internet. Like 
you guys are so weird. People that take the time to just be weird on the internet, honestly, and genuinely scare me. Like it worries me for you. I saw a few other posts too. Like I posted about my anatomy scan and I was like, I didn't ask to like, look at it, whatever, whatever. Someone commented. Cause I shared my backstory and they were like, why would you keep having kids? If you knew that you were prone to having issues, whatever it's like, what, like the amount of assumptions people take out of a comment, out of a six second video, out of a 15 second video, et cetera. It's like some of you out there, like, and I pray to God, none of you listeners are these type of people so quick to comment, quick to assume like, okay, here's the thing. Assume in your mind. Okay. If you see something online and you're like, Ooh, like that kind of like rubs me wrong feel free, you know, say it in your head. We're all entitled to our opinions, but to be that person who goes out of their way to then type something, overlook something or make something your business. That's just purely not is fucking weird to me. I'm just going to say that. So anyways, um, that was my first piece of news was obviously Brittany Mahomes on sports illustrated hot as hell. Um, I also like, I've never seen her in person, but I can only imagine like how tiny she is. Like she looks super tiny. And I don't mean that in like, oh, I'm body shaming. But like her in a bikini, I was like, damn, sis, go the hell off. Like her, she had like a high leg on. Oh, it was so, it was gorgeous, stunning, beautiful. Her makeup beat like just amazing. So we had that. And then all of a sudden after that, like two days later, we rolled into the Super Bowl, which was pretty fun. Okay. I had a pretty off weekend. Like I was just like, I wasn't mentally in there, but I did enjoy the Super Bowl day because I was scared because my anatomy scan was the next day. We had the Super Bowl. Taylor Swift makes it in from Tokyo the day before. So obviously with Tokyo, because I was a little bit confused with the, like how many days she performed, but then how many, when she was able to get back on Saturday to Los Angeles. But then I realized, I think Tokyo, and again, I didn't look into this. I think they operate like a day ahead of us, right? So like today is Valentine's Day. Tomorrow like they're already virtually in tomorrow, like technically, I think on that side of the world. I don't know. Don't come for me. I, I literally don't care. It's not that deep. So regardless, uh, she came back and then she showed up at the football game. She looked fantastic. And I saw a TikTok. It went viral. You guys might've seen it if you're on Swifty Talk at all. And this girl was like, please don't come for me. But like Taylor, like you need a new stylist. And like, listen, I completely agree. Like Taylor Swift, someone even commented, it, it's like she's always wearing American Eagle. I stand by that. Like she would look so stunning in like a legitimate, just stylist. I don't even know, like Brittany Mahomes stylist needs to like hook her up and maybe that'll happen. Brittany Mahomes has utilized this girl called styled by Mary. Um, I believe she's from what I understand, she's from Detroit and she like hooked her up quite a few games. She looked fantastic, cute, you know, accessories, et cetera. I'm like, can Taylor like get someone else? Like, and I feel like Taylor's very indebted to the people who she surrounds herself with. So for example, even her backup singer, she's had her backup singer since the fucking land of time, you know? So I feel like when she vibes with someone, she wants to respect them and she does want them to like stay with her. Um, she wants to give them, you know, a job and like experience whatever, but no Taylor. No, we need to learn to set boundaries in 2024. You need to learn to set new boundaries for your outfits. Okay. Thank you so much. So anyways, Super Bowl goes good. Chiefs end up coming back fucking winning. It was honestly, I'm not a football girl. You guys know this, but it was amazing. And it was just such a, it was an actually fun game to watch. Like, I feel like the chiefs messed up quite a bit, but like overall, I would argue it was a pretty evenly matched game overall to where it was just like back and forth. 
in just mess up, mess up on kind of both sides. It was just good. And then we hit this fucking halftime show. And I saw a few people come out and say that they were underwhelmed. Underwhelmed by by what? Usher on fucking roller skates in the middle of the Super Bowl? What? Um, He did so good. And his voice sounded good. You could tell it was live. Like, it was just so good. And no offense to Rihanna, because I know she was pregnant. She was hustling out on that stage. But it was a... It was amazing compared to Rihanna last year when they had like 50 cent. What was it? Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg. Who else came out? Eminem two years ago. That was probably pretty close. You know, like just those old songs were like, you know, we're like the target demographic. You're kind of like into it. It was good, but I feel like this was just like a step up. And maybe it's because I like Usher's style of music a little bit more. Just so many songs that took me through high school and middle school. I don't know. Regardless, it was amazing. I thought it was so good. Um, I wish it was longer. It, I literally looked up tickets for his shows afterwards because I was like, I feel like I need to see more. Um, and I feel like I also wanted to just sing more. Like it just took me back so hard. And it was funny last week, White and I talked about Ludacris because I got confused. I think we were talking about like people that had been canceled and we talked about um, P. Diddy. And I think I said Ludacris first accidentally. And then I was like, okay, thank God. Like, don't come for Luda. And then boom, he pops up. He still looks like he's out of like Fast and the Furious in the early 2000s. I mean, he just, he looks great. So that was awesome. Everything else was great. Her came out. H-E-R, obviously. But like H.E.R. She's an artist. Literally looked so much like Northwest. It was fucking nuts. And it's hilarious that so many people agreed because it was there was like memes going around, whatever. But I was like, can someone show this to Kanye? So the next thing I actually heard, and I don't know if Rumor Mill ended up approving this or whatever, but the Kardashians ended up showing up to the Super Bowl. It was rumored that Kanye West was actually kicked out of the Super Bowl because he tried to rent out or he successfully did, I'm not sure, the the booth or like sweet, whatever you want to call it, that was directly next to Taylor Swift. Don't know, you know, rumor plays. I don't know, blah, blah, blah. But to my understanding, he was taken out of that. He did currently release, I think, some new music. He's got his wife, I think, what's her name? Bianca, I always get confused. Um, Bianca on the cover, very much looks like Kim Kardashian. And it's weird. I'm like, she kind of looked like Kim before anyway, like just in general. But it's weird to me how Kanye kind of morphs his lovers to look a certain way. Like even we look back at Julia Fox for like a split second. Now they're all very like eccentric people in general, but Julia Fox very much dresses in a very outlandish way, rocks it, kills it, but like she dresses crazy too. And so, and then you see this kind of trinkle through all of Kanye's love acquaintances. Um, But anyway, so they were there. And like new music, I didn't, I mean, I haven't listened to any of it. I doubt I would, but yeah, I just, you know, I hope he's doing well. Hope Kanye is doing well. Last bit of chat. We'll just touch on real quick. Cause you know, I have to, I'm, I'm, it's my duty is obviously Taylor Swift and Travis. Okay. First let's sidebar to get to this part. First, the biggest ruckus over the whole past week since the Super Bowl, at least was about Andy Reid and Travis having a little tizzy, okay? I am a woman, all right? I don't have testosterone. Well, naturally, we all might have, like, small levels of testosterone. You get what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not a fucking hothead test dude, okay? 
I have been so inappropriate to past coaches in my life, not necessarily screaming at them, but from a woman's relative standpoint, very much argumentative. Okay. That's a part of competitive sports. Have you guys, okay. Have you guys seen the way that your husbands or boyfriends talk through Xbox and call of duty? You think if that call of duty was in real life, they wouldn't fucking act like that in real life when you're that heated in the moment. Okay. So put yourself at the fucking Super Bowl where this is your livelihood. This is money. This is bonus. And also at the end of the day, you're an athlete who loves your sport. What he did was nothing short of what any other player would do in any other situation in any other sport, especially hockey and especially soccer. Cause those people are also fucking crazy and even get into basketball. Okay. So I've seen a lot of hot takes on this and people agreeing with kind of how I saw it. I'm like, what's the big deal? Like it might've looked cringe because of the, the emotion that was behind it and the way they filmed it. And they like did slow-mo and all this stuff. Like, of course it was kind of like, oh wow. Like he was upset. Okay. Move on. Okay. Move on. Guess what? Travis ended up doing the exact job he needed to do. Andy coached him exactly how Travis said he was sorry at the end, you know, whatever, Andy was like, yeah, you just, I, you caught me off balance. I'm good. Okay, cool. Guess who it's not between us and, and anyone else, okay? It's between Travis and his coach, like at the end of the day. It's between a coach and, uh, why was I going to say client? It's not a client. Coach and a, a player. So it was just weird to me how many people decided to take that <laughs> and run with it with all these hot takes of like trying to go like viral on TikTok of like, if he treats Andy like this, how does he treat Taylor? I'm like, they're, they're not fighting for the fucking Super Bowl when they're out to dinner, you know? Like, it, totally different. You cannot you cannot even closely place those things. And again, you know, oh, well, he showed signs of anger. That, that can be carried through in relationships. Uh, have you seen, I'm telling you, have you seen people play Fortnite? Have you seen your boyfriend or your friend's boyfriend or your little brother or your big brother play fucking Call of Duty? All right, they're they're yelling and using expletives through Xbox Live. And they're not even a professional athlete, all right? Like we've seen it, it's normal. So then fast forward anyways, they ended up having a great night. Taylor and them went out in Vegas, which what a fun place to have the Super Bowl. And um, you heard it ended up coming out like audio clippings of uh, Travis being mic'd up. And they do this with a lot of like big players. It's pretty common, Um to mic them up during like big Super Bowl events or big games or whatever. And sometimes they'll take clippings like whatever. And so he ended up like calling her baby girl. And he said, Oh my God, babe, like, I can't believe you did. How did you make it here? And she was just like, I'm so proud of you. Like whatever. And I mean, they're definitely saying I love yous and it's just so sweet, but really I think I can't backdate the timeline specifically, but I think we established they had been together since like earlier last year, early to mid last year. So, you know, timeline lines up, you know, and they're just so fucking cute together. Sorry. Okay. We'll be done talking about it, but those are the big news, um, news kind of things that I heard in the past week. And honestly, like I said, I had a plethora of stuff to come down here and talk about. And then my brain just completely jolted back. Uh, last week we had Wyatt on, um, you guys got a kick out of his Roy Kent impression. And I'm sad to say we did finish Ted Lasso it was the most emotional ending ever. Um, it was such a great show. If you guys have not watched it, most definitely need to watch it. It's on Apple TV. Like, just get a subscription. 
And at this point, you really only need like the trial because we literally binged it in like, I think in totality, maybe it was about a week because we only watched it at night. So good. So worth it. But you guys loved it. And uh, (laughs) two weeks ago, oh my gosh, it was so funny. I made a hot clip. And if you listen to the totality of the episode, I was talking about how we went away for Wyatt's birthday and it was fun. Um, and getting through kind of the, the tougher stage of being parents and learning how to kind of be not roommates all the time, you know, whatever we kind of chatted about that. So I made this really funny clip to me. I thought it was fucking funny. If, if you don't, if you don't understand my humor by now, or you don't have similar humor to me, I can see why some stuff or sarcasm can be kind of like, Whoa, like that's crazy. But it's more crazy to me to think that people can't read a room whatever. But anyways, <laughs> I made a funny po- a clip that I was, I said, normalize fucking hating your husband. I, gr- I guess, okay, here, the only place I'll argue. And again, I always try to see both sides. I grew up in a household where saying like, oh, like I hate this game. We never got like yelled at for that. We, we didn't say I hate, like, I never told my mom, like, I hate you. Or like, I never told my sister, I hate you. Like we didn't say that. But like, if we were to say like a joke, like, oh, I, I fucking hate you today. Like, LOL, you know, like, lol, we're fucking laughing about it. It's an, it's not as serious. Now I can see if you, if you grew up in a home where the word hate was taken very seriously, you could have assumed for some fucking reason, actually assumed that I was using the word hate against my husband. That that's wild. Um, it was obviously a word of like rage, annoyance, frustration, anger, like you're allowed, you know, whatever. So anyways, the video was going, I just have to recap this because it was funny. I, the video was going good for a minute, right? Like on TikTok, a couple hours, the right side of TikTok, people are like, oh my God, felt this. I've hated my husband for two years or like went through this. I have two kids under two. Like again, people understanding the word isn't to be taken quite literally. It was a whole, it was just, and then it rolled into me literally going back to say how like you can feel this in your body, but you know, at the end of the day, like I love you and we're going through this together, whatever. Like, I was like, did you guys not listen to the last 20 seconds? You know, you just stopped when I said normalize fucking hating your husband. <laughs> uh, so anyways, it was polarizing for a reason. But the point is, is that it then went very south on TikTok where a slew of men got a hold of it. And we're like, yeah, fl- flip it, rolls reverse. Could you say it then? I'm like, um, actually, yeah. Like, you know, if my husband got on there, it was like normalized fucking hating your wife for a minute. Uh, yeah, I, I listen, I know, I know for a fucking fact I'm hateable sometimes, you know? And again, by using the word hate, I'm not really saying hate to hateable. I'm saying you're fucking annoying. I can go. I want to go play my games instead of talking to you right now. I, I need, a, I need a moment. I need isolation. Like that's called being a fucking human and humanity of just needing your own space as well. So anyways, it was fucking funny. Cause then the next week I was like, um, I know we planned on you being on my podcast, but like, do you want to be on my podcast? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, so all the same people who are like, wow, you must, you guys must, you must be happy. Not, uh, someone was like, you're, you're not even wearing a ring. Makes sense. Something people are like, you should, you guys should probably get divorced. Or like I hated my husband and we ended up getting divorced. I'm like, y'all are taking this way too fucking seriously. So if you're someone who took that seriously and you're listening now, girl, just know we're doing amazing. <laughs> so feel free uh, to watch last week's episode with White and I. It was fun to have him on. 
This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people think, you know, maybe, oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the, to the top again, right? BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session with your therapist. So for me personally, I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. Give it a try. See why over two million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on betterhelp.com slash Desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. We're in the process of packing. We're in the process of moving. I guys, I can't wait to be in my new home. Like it is, it's going to be sad to be away from like the lake that we live by and just, you know, the, the vibes and where we're at, but it's so important to be in a space like your space needs to be your sanctuary, you know? And I'm so, 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 so sad to be leaving this home in terms of like what I kind of did to it. And like the boys' room especially the boys' room and like my podcast room, but I'm definitely going to take like photos with my camera of each room, like all done up and looking cute to where I can then like hang them and frame them in the, in the kids' like new room and like in my office, like I want to kind of memorialize what we had here. So, I mean, I will tell you guys like the next couple months, I don't know if I'll really have like a legitimate background. Um, I might just be like sitting in my bed one day or sitting somewhere on like on the couch or something. And I, I just can't do anything about it is what I'm trying to say. I will figure out a new routine, you know, whatever, but we might have a few weeks that are like audio only while we're moving. Might have a few weeks where it's, you know, not on YouTube or again, like, you know, it's just like, I'm sitting in a chair in the middle of the living room, like whatever. Um, but I am really sad to leave my studio because I was very proud of it. And it made me feel like a step up as a podcaster of like, I really take myself seriously. Like I believe in what I do and you know, whatever. So yeah, I, I think I am very much, I'm going to be so transparent with you guys here and I would love to hear feedback. Please sound off in the comments, DM me. Like if you're a listener, I would just really appreciate it. I have really been considering evolving brunch with Desby. And I don't want to say, I don't want to say quitting it. I guess here's where I'm at. I want to do a podcast with Wyatt. He wants to do a podcast with me. Maybe some weeks I would still do a solo podcast sometimes, right? Like blue moon, you know, whatever, but overall, like we love to be together and we love doing podcasts together. So I was thinking about 
you know, okay, well we can create a podcast, but it's like, I don't want to have two podcasts, you know, like I don't want to record two podcasts a week. I don't want to have to edit two YouTubes a week, et cetera. Maybe I will. I'm just curious how you guys feel if like brunch with Desby dissipated and a different podcast, like we almost rebranded silence. (laughs) I'm like almost waiting a reply. I'm like, what, what do you think? (laughs) I guess I'm just, I love podcasting by myself, but I feel like I also enjoy it with why. And I feel like you guys really enjoy it. I feel like it reaches new people when we do it together because there's nothing better also than like banter, you know, like I think of Alex Cooper, you know, she did some solo episodes, but the reason Alex Cooper blew up was because it was her and Sophia. I mean, they're both cool people. Like they made it work together. Right. But like, it's, it's better when you're a team, it's collaborative. There's people bantering and listening. It's very, very, very hard to be a solo podcaster with no guests. You know what I'm saying? Like no guests. I don't do any guests. Like I've done what, maybe five to six guests total in four years, almost outside of like my sister and Wyatt. So it's just very difficult. And I, I want to continue to be a great podcaster, but it's very hard to just take off in any way. Um, and I'm going on four years of this and nothing's happened like, (laughs) and that's okay. I come on here because I love it so much. I love to talk. I love to update. I love to overshare. I love to debrief. I love to talk pop culture. I love to do secrets. I love to, you know, all these things. But at the end of the day, like I've gotten not one ad ever. The only ad I have is better help. And even then it's like a, I'm a part of their program. So like, it's not like a paid ad every time. It's just, if you use my code, it, it gives brunch with Desby kickback, like commission, which you guys know, I love better help. So it's very organic to me, but I don't have like, I don't have like today's episodes brought to you by simply safe, you know, or I you know, whatever. And at the end of the day, that's where you monetize. And so right now I've been paying for this podcast in production for four years without it making anything. Do you know what I mean? And so it kind of comes down to like that business point. Like this takes a lot of time out of my week. Like it takes so long for me to edit the YouTube videos. And then I also have to record, then I have to send it to my producer where they do the audio only, but I still edit all the audio and whatnot in my YouTube. And if I were to outsource that, um, it just is more expensive when again, I'm like not making anything off of it. So I've just been trying to think of a way to diversify in at the end of the day, four years, it's like, I would argue, okay, if, if nothing's happened in four years, something needs to change. Am I right? Like, I, I mean, again, you guys tell me what you think. I love brunch with Desby. It's so special to me, but do I evolve? And then I thought like, okay, maybe I'll, and I'm, I'm just talking on my ass right now, but I then was like, well, maybe I'll do seasons. Like I'll do like eight episodes. So like two months. Right. And then I'll take like a two month break and then two, eight more months or eight more episodes, two months. But I, then I don't feel like anyone would like want to come back, you know? So I'm just struggling with that. And I think I'm struggling too with the, with maybe the ego of letting go of something I worked so hard for. And I wouldn't even say letting go, just evolving it into again, what, like what Wyatt and I are thinking. But yeah, I would just be curious what you guys think, because at the end of the day, Wyatt and I, if we had a podcast and one day, one week he couldn't do it or whatever, 
I would still come on and do a solo podcast. Like I'm good at it. I love to do it, et cetera. But I don't know. I've just been, that's been just been on my heart lately. So would love to hear feedback. All right. Wrapping up, we have some watches. We have wellness corners, some launches, watches, launches, and wellness. There we go. So watches, like I mentioned, we finished Ted Lasso, which was so good. We also watched Cody Ko's recent videos, finally caught up, but we really had only watched Ted Lasso. Um, and then I started watching on Netflix, stalker killer lover or stalker lover killer um only got through the first episode so I can't really speak on it but people are saying it's super like riveting and good um and then a lot of you guys gave me some recommendations on my not just another mom account of some shows to watch so I'm definitely looking for a new show it was really fun for white night I like have something to watch so I would like to continue that but that's really it um I'm telling you guys you have to watch Ted Lasso Now, in terms of launches, we have, well, I'm wearing Buff Bunny right now. Um, This is the Boyfriend Hoodie and Jogger. This released on Valentine's Day, so, you know, five days ago now. I'm sure they're still in stock. I'm wearing larges in both. It's very oversized. Like, it's already oversized, true to size. So, if you're a true to size small, it will already oversize you to, like, a schmedium. You know what I'm saying? So, you are going to be true to size. Wyatt got an extra large, extra large. And then Reggie, (laughs) so funny to talk about my dog. He got a large sweater. So it was called like Buff Pups. It was just like a cute little capsule. They came out with Buff Bunny, like doggy bags. It was cute. Like I loved it. It was just a cute little moment. Kind of, you know, celebrating you and your dog, like whatever, super cute. And then they actually have a new launch coming soon. By this point, I don't think I can share it. Sorry, sip. Yeah, I don't think I can share it. And I don't necessarily know when it comes out. I wish I could pull it up faster. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't even find it fast for you. So sorry, I don't want to like sit here and be on my phone, but I wish I knew the date, but regardless, probably one of the biggest launches from Buff Bunny since maybe the Naked Launch or Dream House in terms of like total pieces, lots of new pieces, lots of new colors, I I will tell you automatically, it's like more of a neutral vibe. I don't think I'm ruining anything by that. You guys will absolutely love it. I can't wait to get the pieces. I will say some of them, it made me piss that I'm pregnant just because let's like, let's be for real. Things just look better on your body when you don't have a pregnancy belly. Like there's nowhere for this belly to go. Like I can't tuck this belly into compressive spandex or anything, right? Like it's a literal ball. It's a literal ball. So very uncomfortable. Um, and some of the clothing, I'm like, damn, that would look so good if I just had it like a body, you know, body without a baby. <laughs> so a lot of good stuff. Again, I don't want to ruin it. Hopefully we can chat more about it next week and you guys can see it more on my Instagram. Make sure you follow me on not just another mom as well as my Desby account. And then not just another dad is Wyatt. So launches, we got that. Paragon launched a while ago, like a couple weeks ago um, by the time you're watching this. Desby for 11% off, Desby for 10% off Buff Bunny. We had new Petula about a week ago now, a little over a week. The Play and Rest collection, very good. Hats off. And um, actually, it was so cute. I got a thing in the mail. So a few launches ago, I didn't get an email from Buff Bunny. And I was like kind of freaking out because, you know, I'm going on five years with them. And a lot of my life has changed since we started working together. And, um, I was like, I hope they still want to like partner with me every year when my contracts come to renew or just kind of, you know, affirming, Hey, another year, like, cool. I always get very nervous, you know, that 
businesses won't want to work with me anymore, especially ones I love so dearly. As of right now, we're in the green for all my businesses that I'm work with that I work with. So that's great. Um, but they ended up not emailing me and I freaked out thinking that they were just taking me off the team for the year. So anyways, they ended up coming back. They're like, I'm so sorry. The email got lost. Whatever. We're all good. Right. So then I get in the mail the other day, this, um, package. It said buff bunny, but it's fragile. And I'm like, I don't think we had a launch. I open it up. They made me an award, like a literal award. I will definitely put in my office that says buff bunny collection athlete, five year anniversary or maybe five years, something like that. And I just thought that was so sweet because you know, when you are someone who puts a lot of effort into sharing a company, growing a company, growing with the company, especially being with them for five years. I mean, I had purchased from them since the first launch ever. I remember core memory, where I was, how I ordered, what I ordered, you know? And so to be there from the beginning, it's so special. And so to feel commemorated, is that a word? By that, I felt so, I was just so grateful. I was like, that's so sweet. They didn't need to do that. Um, but it was just, it was just, again, that next step above and beyond of like, we're so grateful to have you. Um, I thought that was really sweet. Also, I never really knew if I was just an affiliate or an athlete. Cause like, I'm not exclusive. And the, the fact that it said athlete also made me feel better. I'm like, I would hate for it. No offense, but I would hate to get a statue thing that said like Desby five years affiliate, you know, like I've done more. I've done more than that. Let me tell you that. Okay. I've rode for buff bunny. So we have a beautiful, great launch coming up. I'm very excited. And yeah, if you guys have any suggestions on content, you want to see stuff that you want me to create posts, you like, let me know. I just, I'm in such an evolving stage of like my social media and my life. I am fitness, but like I'm motherhood and I'm just trying to figure out how to either blend them both or like do one here and do one here. It's, I don't know. I, I just, this is where I kind of maybe feel like almost millennial in a way. I'm like, am I overthinking it? I don't know. Don't know. So anyways, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. That's really it. Uh, wellness corner baby. Obviously we already kind of did it already. Like I'm 20 weeks. Baby is healthy. Wow. I can't even believe I get to like say that out loud. Like I don't know how to explain how, like, I don't, believe it. Like, of course I believe it, but like to think of the baby in me right now, just like fine. Right. Like just, just doing what it needs to do. It doesn't feel real that I get to not worry about it. You know what I mean? Like, because when we found out about Archie, it was from that day until he came earth side that you constantly don't know what's going on in there. Right. You're so you, you hear something's wrong. And then you live, you live week to week wondering, okay, what will I find out this week? What will I find out next week? Is he going to be okay till next Friday? What about next Friday? What about, so it's like you're living week to week, not being able to see what's going on. So I almost lived in this constant state of anxiety of like, is he moving? Is he alive? Like, and it sounds morbid, but I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like you can't control what's in here. So to think that I have something in me right now that I don't have to even think about other than in the most beautiful way of like, glad you're here is so surreal and so awesome. And I, I just, I almost feel like I get to just enjoy the rest of pregnancy in like, not care like that. Cause the other part of me that worries about like a NICU baby or like going preterm and stuff. Number one, when I had chorioamneitis, it was such a one in 30,000 pregnancies or so. Actually, I'm sorry. It was actually 
it's actually three to 8% of term deliveries have chorioamnitis. I don't know the additional statistics for preterm, like when it sends you preterm. Very, very rare is my point. Where that fear, like as much as it's fearful for me, I don't let it live in my mind because it's so rare. But on the other hand, if I were to ever have another NICU baby, I have so much confidence in like medicine and seeing how strong babies are. I can't like, yes, it scares you, but I would feel so confident in the doctors, neonatologists, XYZ, having gone through that before. And then, you know, look at how amazing Maddox is now. He's so smart and he's so talkative and like, he's great developmentally, like so blessed. Right. So it's like, I'm scared of like still going full term, but that fear doesn't live in me as, as loud as the fear of like something being wrong with my child that could lead to like in utero problems, death, X, Y, Z. Right. So yeah, I'm just so happy. Also while I'm thinking about it, like complete again, brain fart, Katie Hearn is pregnant again, bitch. What the fuck van just turned one, but also like been there, done that. You know, I, I, I vibe. Um, but I was like shocked. I I'm shocked. I'm so excited, but I really did again, listen, it's not my fucking life. I don't give a fuck. But as an outsider, right, as us all watching their life and loving their family, I really thought that it would be like another year or two down the road. Like, you know, they'll get into their new home, move in because they're finally able to move in. And I was like, ooh, I could see them living life for a year, three boys, new home, and then introducing a baby. Because I think I always was like, yeah, they're definitely going to have more. Like they, they have, they have an ability to do it. They have the lifestyle to do it and they deserve to do it, whatever. So, um, then she announces she's pregnant today, right after I announced my, right after I announced my announcement, just kidding. No, she, uh, she definitely made my day even better. Cause when we got all these beautiful things happen on Valentine's day. So very, 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 very happy for them, but was just shocking, jarring, shocked to my core. Um, but that's crazy Four. Four to five kids is fucking wild, dude. I'm not going to lie. Like that is what, that is so much love, like so much love in that house. I mean, it's amazing. Like, but like, wow. So anyways, yeah, shit. That's kind of like all I had to say today. Honestly, I was feeling so bamboozled this morning. Like I was so fucking turned up and I almost feel like I'm like, wow, the, the height of my day happened in the morning. So what's the rest of the day? But I think we're going to go like get manicure, pedicures, white and I enjoy Valentine's day. Um, and yeah, as we kind of go through this next phase of like moving or figuring out kind of what we're doing, just again, bear with me. I, I love doing YouTube. I love this podcast. <laughs> do I? No, just kidding. I do love this. Po- I love podcasting, but is it more like with white and I, I don't know. Gosh, I'm just, I'm in a really weird phase of life right now. Maybe it's as I'm approaching 29 and like yesterday, I actually said out loud at dinner and white and I was like, wow, like he's like, what do you want to do for your birthday? Like this year. And I was like, I don't really know. You know, I'll be pregnant as as shit. I'll be getting very pregnant. And I was like, maybe we just do like dinner. You know, maybe we go to Chicago for the day. Like it'll be April. Maybe it'll be a nice spring day, whatever. And he was like, yeah, I was like, I feel like I can't really do anything this year. Cause it's almost like you prepare for more like 30 and I'm almost there. And I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to be 30 next year. And I actually started to cry. He didn't see it, but I started to tear up and I had to hurry up and like drink my drink. So I stopped crying. What an emotional birthday to be approaching just like a new phase of life. And like, 
I don't know. 30 is just, it's got some girth to it. And I don't think it's because I'm afraid of being 30, like by any means. It's just, I think approaching 30, becoming 30, it's kind of that first punch in the gut of realizing how fast life goes. Would you agree? Like, I feel like it's that first, like, holy fuck, I'm not just 20. I'm 30. Like, it's just a reality check, I think, for me. And then I immediately got fear, uh, fearful of like, how long am I going to be around for my kids? You know, oh my God, I just went intrusive immediately. But regardless, weird year. And I just feel like I'm, I'm evolving. I'm transforming. We always are, but I'm really allowing it. And, you know, I told you guys my word for this year for 2024 is alignment. I want to, whatever I do, I want to feel aligned. I want to, at the end of the day, I want to go, is this for me? Is this what I love? Is this what I want to do? is this what makes me happy, whatever. And I think that's why I'm kind of thinking about like the podcast and whatever. I'm like, what makes me more happy sitting down here by myself or sitting down here with my husband, fucking around, hanging out and learning to be co-hosts, you know, like stuff like that. So I don't know. I just, you know, I always love your guys' feedback. I think you guys at the end of the day support me no matter what. I think it's just hard for me to think about the idea of like brunch with Desby, like no longer being, but Evolution is important and um, we'll see, you know, this is very much like the beginning stages of thinking about it. So anyways, I love you guys. Hope you have a beautiful day. Thanks so much for hanging out with me for an hour. I hope you're always able to escape the loudness of the rest of the world with an hour with your virtual bestie. And I promise if we were all in our life, you'd be like, we are all best friends. So love you. Happy Sunday. Have a beautiful day and we'll see you next week. That's all for this episode of Brunch with Des B. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.